Hey y'all, welcome to episode two of Black Girl Flirting and Randomness. This is your host, Nee. And just like I promised, this week we're going to talk about some of these brothers that I met through my blog, Oh Shit. We're also going to feature another beautiful black man on this week's Instagram stalky. Hallelujah. So stick around. We're going to have a lot of fun, of course. Thank you so much for the love. Look forward to chatting some more about bullshit, randomness. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the second episode of Black Girl Flirting and Randomness. I am your host, Nee, And this episode, like I promised, sis, I am going to be talking about brothers that I met through my blog, but I'm going to even step it up a notch. I'm going to talk about these dating L's that I had, child, because let me tell you something. I would be a liar if I didn't sit here and tell you that I did not have dating L's in my life. I've had them. And to be honest, I had my blog for quite a few years and we feature black men on my blog. And though I came across with some great men, one of the men that I met on my blog is one of my closest best friends. We have a very platonic friendship. I've had some dating L's in my life. So I'm going to probably talk about a few men tonight. I'm going to see how many brothers that I can squeeze in. Whatever brothers that I can't get in this week, I may try to do it in another week. We'll see how it goes, but let's just jump right into it. So I've had my blog now for about, mm, about seven years and the blog features black men. There you go. Um... It's not a sex blog. It's not like a a lust blog. It's really a blog where we talk about stories featuring black men. So we'll just leave it at that. But um, listen, sis, let's let's keep it 100. I'm a black woman that love black men, right? And even though I pride myself in professionalism, okay? I don't want you guys to think I created this blog as a hookup because I didn't. I have really pure intentions with this blog, but as a woman who are, is attractive to black men or attracted to black men, it's really hard sometimes not to want to talk to a brother, especially when he tall, chocolatey, and when he walk into the room, it's like the whole world stops. How can you turn that down, sis? Like, seriously, if you know the formula, please tell me, because sometimes I may come across the guy, and even though I'm physically attracted to him... He, It's just like a high and buy thing. Like, it's not like, oh my God, I need to talk to this nigga again, again. But then there's those times where the energy is just different. And you just be like, yeah, this nigga is tall and chocolatey and he's sexy. But it's something about this dude I want to know. You ever been in a situation like that? And I mean, this goes to my sister's dad. You know, don't have problems meeting brothers, whatever. You might meet a guy and you find him physically attractive and you can acknowledge that, but... Then you meet that brother who you find yourself physically attracted to and you be like, wait, but hold on. It's something about you, motherfucker. Yes. That's what I'm going to share tonight in these stories. Okay, so let's get started. So how we going to break up these niggas is everybody going to have a letter. So we going to start with brother one. He's going to be A. Brother two going to be B. Brother Three is going to be C. And if I got time to throw in a, 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 a honorable mention, he'll be letter D. All right, so let's start with letter A. So this was back in mm, 2000. 
2013. I was in Prospect Park. And I just this year was the first year I started taking photos for the blog. So I was mad hype, invested me, um, invested into a really good camera and I was hype. Um, the blog is popping. People like, oh, you doing this blog, girl? You got it. You got it, sis. And I'm like, yep, I got it. And I'm just having a great time with it. I'm just enjoying the journey of being a new blogger and just interacting with people with my blog. So it was a great experience. It still is to this day. But anyway, so I'm in the Prospect Park, just wrapped up my very first photo shoot with some brothers, and I'm sitting around waiting for my best friend. She just drove down for Connecticut, and she got stuck in a little traffic, so I told her I would hold out and wait for her in Prospect Park, and then we will head off and to the Airbnb, because sidebar, we were in New York that weekend for Labor Day weekend. Now, let's talk real quick, sis. I told you last episode that I going to sidetrack my own story. So, when you hear me say sidebar, we're going to talk about something real quick. So, every every um, Labor Day weekend, okay, there is a huge festival, for those of you that do not know this, that celebrates Caribbean culture. So no matter what part of the Caribbean you are from, that weekend in New York, there are endless amount of parties and leading up to Monday, Labor Day, where they have a big festival or big, um, just a big festival in um, Brooklyn, New York. And they have music trucks, you can buy food, they have black-owned business vendors, and it's pretty much a sight to behold. And I don't know if you know this, sister, but they are some, oh my God, there are so many beautiful black men in New York City. I mean, child, black men are running things in New York City. I mean, they are so, and I don't know what it is about New York niggas. I don't know if it's their accent. I don't know if it's their hardcore swag, especially the brothers from like Queens and Brooklyn. I don't know what it is. And a lot of the brothers from Brooklyn, especially in certain parts of Brooklyn, a lot of them have like Caribbean backgrounds. They might be first or second generation Americans. They family might come from the Caribbean. Mom, dad might come from the Caribbean. So and I'm telling you, like I told y'all in the last episode, I don't discriminate from where a brother from. As long as he's black and we get along, I don't really care where you're from. Like, I don't get into those stereotypes. Oh, this guy from this place is from like this. I make my little jokes here and there. That's because I've dated quite a few Caribbean men in my past. But I don't get into them stereotypes. If you, if I'm attracted to you, you attracted to me, we vibe, our energy is there. I'm going to talk to you. I don't care where you're from. But that's just me. But anyway, so if you're into Caribbean culture, if you are Caribbean and you just like to enjoy a weekend full of fun and parties, New York is the move. I'm going to be honest, though, now that I'm like in my mid to late 30s, I don't really party as hard as I used to. So I kind of just chill. But it's definitely good parties that weekend. Definitely good parties. It's If you're the type of person that's been to the Caribbean, especially Trinidad, and party for those carnival weekends, then New York may or may not be impressive to you. But if you're a person who's never done any Caribbean carnivals, you might really find New York's carnival to be enjoyable. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there to you because I want to talk a little bit about the carnival and the story. 
But yeah, so getting back to me being in a park. So yes, I was meeting my best friend so we can go to an Airbnb that we rented for that weekend for the Caribbean festivals and the parties leading up to the festival. So she she's running late, of course. She's always fashionably late. And so I'm sitting around waiting and I'm people watching at the park, just checking out people, you know, just really in a good mood, something about being outside and just in the air. And it was a lovely day too, really, really lovely. And I see a brother walking with a daughter, his daughter, and they're just riding bikes. And I don't know, for some reason, I just started to watch him and to say that he was dropped that gorgeous, mm, he had a a certain, I hate that term swagger, but he has a certain type of je ne sais quoi about him. And I just was really, really drawn to him. So because when we started the blog, we were approached brothers randomly often just to get features and things. I approached him about my blog and he was interested in it. He was interested in me and we talked and he also had locks too. And I had locks. So we talked a lot about locks and, you know, we talked about the differences of New York versus where I'm from. And it was just really, really cool. We had a really good conversation and he allowed me to feature him on my, my blog. I took his picture and we talked a little bit and it was just a really great conversation. And at the end of it, I gave him the flyer that I used to print up and give to brothers in any situation that I will approach randomly. And he took the flyer and he put it in his pocket and we, we went off. So I just could not stop thinking about this brother. I don't know what it was. I'm like, damn, maybe I should have asked him for his number. Maybe, you know, I shouldn't have been a punk, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, you know what? Whatever has happened, it's happened. If it's meant for me to get in contact with this brother again, he's going to come back. And I just went on about it. And several months later, I happened to meet another brother. Now, he he lived in New York, but I met him through the Internet. Because, like I said, with our blog... You know, brothers would hit us up and, you know, interested and wanting to be a part of what we had going on. And this was a brother who hit us up about my blog and we talked. So we decided that we want to do some really cool things together, up and coming music artists. And I said, okay, yeah, let's chat. So we stayed in contact. And one day, me being my usual Instagram stalking self... (laughs) I was on the brother's Instagram, the one who I was planning to do business with, and I saw brother A. And I said, oh my God, this is brother A, the brother that I met from the fucking park. So I started to get nervous as shit. Like, I'm like, oh my God, this is brother A, like. You know, by this time, it had been like five months, but he always lingered in the back of my head. So I hit up the brother who I was doing business with. I will call him business, bro. So I hit up business, bro. And I said, listen, there's a guy on your page that I met. I featured him on the blog before. How well do you know him? He said, yo, that's my homie. He's really good friends with my brother. Like they're basically like brothers themselves. I said, wow. So I told business bro what, how I met him. He was like, listen, come up to New York next weekend. 
I'm going to be in the studio. Brother A is going to be there. And I said, oh, hell yeah. So I, I tried to play it cool. And I said, cool, you know, that's what's up. I'll bring my camera and maybe we can do like another blog feature. Girl, sidebar. Oh my God. I was so excited. I said to myself, like, yo, I cannot believe that this is brother A. Like, what are the odds? Is this fate? Is he going to be my boyfriend? Blah, 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 blah. Because let me tell you something, sis. Another sidebar. Before I started to become more secure in being single, because I've been single for some years now, I was hopelessly in love. <clears throat> or what they call a hopeless romantic one of those pers- people that, you know, and we all know those people who would meet guys and, you know, would get so caught up in the, the moment would start to kind of um, translate things that may not be happening, if that makes sense. Maybe I could explain that better. So basically, I was one of those type of women that I would meet a guy and just because I felt like we had a really good connection instantly that this was the person, you know? And I mean, I I have to admit it because like I said, this podcast is about me sharing stories about myself and random things. Yes. And we're going to have fun, but we're also going to talk about some deep shit. And one of the things that I realized that was really a bad thing is that I never let situations really mature because I was always so caught up and you know, these feelings and fate and, oh my God, he, oh, he came back to me. Oh, then this is meant to be. Um, I just got to wait until he makes the decision or sees that I'm ready for him. And and, uh, this used to happen a lot. And I feel like that I may have scared some brothers off in the past. I'm talking about, I think that this I wouldn't necessarily call it a character flaw. I would just say it was just me not really allowing patience to set in and really just, you know, not allowing things to build organically. And it really done more harm than good. So in this situation with Brother A, I think it was definitely one of those situations where I kind of didn't just slow it down. I was just really hype about it. And especially because I always kind of thought about him in the back of my head, not really heavy, but he's kind of lingered there even way after we met. So meeting him again was like, Oh God, this is fate. And Oh yes, he, he definitely has to be the person that I'm wanting. So getting back to the story. So I wanted to go into New York a few weeks later, just like business bro said. And Brother A was there and he was looking very delicious. This time he he cleaned up. Like not saying that he wasn't looking clean before because he, he looked regular, but he was more relaxed in his dress. This time around, Brother A was looking sexy. First of all, all right, he's dark skinned. He's tall. Like he's like six four. And I'm child, oh my God, his mouth, and he got beards. See, I'm from Philly, and beards mean the world to me. And his beard was so full, and he got fresh retwist. People would like to know what that means. That that can spark your your self esteem to the the highest level possible. 
But anyway, so we ended up, so I see brother A and I'm going crazy. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You know, I'm trying to be cool and shit. So I walked over to him and I said, hey, you know, brother A, it's really good to see you again. And he was like, yo, it's so good to see you too. And I asked him, I said, hey, did you ever see the feature? He was like, yo, you know what? I lost the card. And I said, wow, that's crazy. So we sat and we talked a whole night, sis. Oh my God. And I'm telling you, I floated out of that studio that night. Like, you couldn't tell me shit. Like, I could have been shot in my back and I probably wouldn't even have felt a bullet. That's how on cloud nine I was. And I'm like, this has to be fate. So we exchanged phone numbers and we casually kept in touch. And, you know, I, of course, let my feelings get the best of me. And I don't even necessarily know if they were was even feelings. It was more lust because I didn't know them. But I felt like I knew them because I felt like fate brought us back together. It's just bullshit. Like, now that this is, I mean, it's been like, because uh, this was 2013. It's been like a good seven years. So now I'm just like, all right. It was just lust. But back then, you couldn't tell me shit. So anyway, getting back to the situation. So we made plans to link up again. And same thing. We had a really, really good time. He took me out on a nice date. Took me to a really dope restaurant in Brooklyn. Such a gentleman. Oh my gosh. Opened the car doors for me. He seems so into me. I love when I sit with a brother and we're on a date or whatever. And... It could be bombs going off in the back, but he's so into you. You ever been on dates like that, sis, where there's so much things going on in the background, but you can tell that he's engaged in your conversation and he's making eye contact. Like you can really tell this person is really enjoying your company. And I just felt that energy and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what this feels like. I don't know what all this means, but I'm here for it. So we kept in contact again and I went back to Philly. Mind you, well, I should say I floated back to Philly and we casually kept in touch. So April of that year. Um, no, actually, I think I got my dates wrong. Uh, yeah, I think my dates are wrong. But anyway, so I wound up going to Jamaica with business, bro. Business bro invited me to go to Jamaica with him to do some stuff for my blog. Basically, he had hired me to be a photographer. He was looking for somebody to take photos of him because he was doing some stuff for his music and he was working on a documentary. So he basically hired me to kind of document you know, some of the things that he had going on while he was in Jamaica. So it was kind of like a business slash trip, but he was a homie too now. So it didn't feel like complete business trip, but it was kind of like my first little business trip as a photographer slash blogger. So it was cool. And I wanted to fly out of New York city because, you know, business bro booked all our tickets together. So, oh my gosh, I'm kind of segueing into brother B, but I'll get into brother B. So the brother B that I want to talk a little bit more in the second part. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to get into brother B right now because I don't want to confuse y'all. But anyway, and I'm not recording this whole thing because I've been 
talking for 19 minutes. I'm not recording this whole shit again. So anyway, I wound up flying out of New York to go to Jamaica. So the night before, oh my God, let me tell y'all what the fuck I did. So see, I told you, I'm going to be telling my business. So I actually had plans to stay with another guy that I was talking to in Brooklyn, right? And this guy was really, really into me. I mean, really, really nice guy. And I don't even know why I even was talking to the guy because I really wasn't into him. He was just so nice and I just really enjoyed his conversation. And yes, if you want to say that I let him on, I'll wear that hat proudly. I did. I did. You know, and I mean, I don't, I'm not proud of it, but I did kind of lead him on. But anyway, this other guy who I was planning on staying with that night because I needed a place to stay so I can fly out to Jamaica to go to, I mean, fly out from New York to Jamaica. So I didn't want to get an Airbnb. So I'm like, all right, I know niggas in New York. I'm going to just find somewhere to crash. But as I was heading, oh my God, this is terrible. As I was heading to the guy's house that I was going to be staying with, brother A hits me up randomly. Like, hey, when do you leave from Jamaica for Jamaica? And I say, yo, I leave tomorrow. So I'm actually in New York now. He was like, oh, okay. He was like, do you want to hang out? And I was like, yeah. Mind you, I'm on my way to the guy's house that I was supposed to be staying with. He's actually fucking waiting for me, okay? I'm sorry. This is a bad story, but it is what it is. I'm just being transparent. I calls up the brother that I was supposed to be staying with like, hey, you know what? I'm actually going to be um, a little late. Um, I got something that I need to do for my blog. <laughs> Just lying. I got something that I need to do for my blog. I'm going to link up with you later on once I'm done. So he was like, all right, no problem. I'm going to stay up and wait for you. Blah, 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 blah. So I called brother A and I said, listen, yeah, come meet me at such and such a place. So he come meet me there. I got my suitcases or whatever. We goes out. We had a good ass time I'm telling you took me to this place we was eating drinking had a blast so at the end of the night brother a is driving just got in the car or whatever he's like yo where you staying at I'm like oh I'm staying with a friend he was like yo you should stay with me tonight sis I looked at that motherfucking nigga who was fine as shit and who I thought was gonna be my boyfriend I told y'all I was dumb I was dumb I was dumb I turned my phone off, sis. This is so bad. Like, don't, and I'm not even trying to, like, like, condone this. I'm not even trying to say that what I did was right or it was funny because it's not. You should not do shit like that. But at the end of the day, I'm just, like I said, this story is just about transparency and just my dating L. So I got to make sure I include everything. And I'm not going to say that I'm completely right or I was completely right when I was out here dating because I was not. I did shit too. So anyway, I basically just cut my phone off because I, I was, instead of me just calling up the brother that I planned on staying with and saying, hey, listen, I'm, I decided to stay somewhere else. I didn't really have an excuse because like I said, we planned um, for me to stay at his house for like two weeks. 
So all of a sudden now I just changed my mind. Like it would be kind of bad either way. So to, uh, to avoid that drama, I just turned my phone off. So I goes back to brother A's place and you know, we get in the bed and he, the thing about it is y'all sidebar, yo, I wanted to fuck this nigga so fucking bad. Yo, I wanted to slide my vagina on this nigga's dick so bad. He would not have sex with me though. He would not do it. He would not have sex with me. He would not do it. I mean, we kissed, we rubbed, I stripped down Bucky naked in his bed. Like, listen, come tap this. And I don't even know why I did that, but I did it. And he would not touch me. He said, listen, let's just chill. First of all, I was happy as fuck because I'm like, all right, he's not on some fuckboy shit. But then I was mad because I was horny as hell because it had been a long time before then since I even had dick. And I was like fantasizing over his dick. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't knock the brother for not wanting to just throw me in a fucking pretzel and dick me down. Because, I mean, I liked them a lot. So we just chill. We laid there. In the morning, he got up to go to work. He kissed me. He he was like, hey, you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. He was like, yo, you need anything? You need any money to, to get your cab? Like, are you all right? You want me to leave you something? I'm like, yo, this nigga is like, where did he come from? Like, where the fuck did this nigga come from? And why isn't he my boyfriend already? So I'm just looking at him and I'm like, yo, like, this is crazy. And I told him no, that I was good because I didn't want him to think that I was trying to get him for his money. Like, I mean, I wasn't even in, I've never been in situations like that where I'm literally throwing myself at a guy and he turns it down. Like, I've never been in a situation like that, but I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't feel bad about it. I actually was glad because I'm like, yo, you know, this brother is really trying to get to know me because he's not about to tap his ass. So anywho. So I told him, no, I was good. He was like, listen, when you get to Jamaica, make sure you, you know, let me know that you arrived safely and you have a good trip. I straight up told him, I said, listen, brother A, and he was getting ready to walk out the door. He like, what's up? And you know, he had, yeah, he got a strong New York accent. So it's mad sexy. I said to him, I said, listen, I don't know what's going on here, but I like it. And he kind of laughed. And I told him, I said, listen, I'll be back from Jamaica on this day. I want to see you before I come, before I go to Philly. He was like, yo, definitely. So I was in Jamaica for five days. That's, I could not even stop thinking about him. Really and truly, I had a good time in Jamaica. I had a blast, okay? Met some really dope individuals there. But I could not stop thinking about Brother A. I could not stop thinking about him. And finally, when I got back to New York, because I flew back into New York, I called him immediately. I said, hey, listen, you know, I'm back in New York. What's up? He was like, all right, cool. I'm going to come scoop you. So he came, picked me up from the airport. Um, We went back to his place. No, actually, we went and grabbed food first. And then we went back to his place. So we went and grabbed food. And then we went to his place. And I looked at him. I, I got in the shower. I was like, listen, I want to get in the shower or whatever. Sis, can we try? I'm sis, let's chat for real, sis. I don't even think I'm gonna even have enough time to get into the other two brothers, but we'll see. It might have to be a part 
two in the third episode because I'm I'm already 27 minutes in and I didn't even get to the best part. So, because when I tell the story, I tell the whole ting ting. I don't hold out. I don't miss the shit. So, all right. So I go get in the shower, come out. You know, I'm I'm just ready. He goes in the shower. He comes out like he knew. He knew. I brought back some rum cream from Jamaica. I poured the glasses of rum cream, handed him a glass. We cheers. So he drank. I drank. He go gets in the shower. He comes out with boxers. He's a slim dude, but he's all, you know. So we sitting in the bed. I tell him, I'm like, listen, you know, he's asking me how Jamaica was. I'm telling him. Yo, I look right in this nigga eyes. Like, I swear to God, if my eyes had lasers, yo, he would be blind today because that's how hard I was looking in his face. And he looking in my face, I'm looking at his face. And next thing you know, I jumped right on top of this nigga. Like, I didn't even ask. See, the last time I kind of like wanted to set it up, I'm like, nah, we're not playing this game. He's going to hit this tonight. So I jumped right on top of this nigga and I'm on him and we're making out. Cause remember I told you from my last episode that I love to kiss and he has a great mouth and we are going at it. I mean, just mwah, 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 all over the bed, blah, 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 blah. So he still got his boxer shorts on. So I'm feeling a little something on my thigh. I'm like, okay, he ready, ready now. Let's get it. Girl, I goes to pull those boxes down. Chow, that thing popped up. It was a gift. Yo, this and I don't I don't want to get into this kind of stuff, but girl, I'm gonna get into this kind of stuff that night night. Yo, this nigga dick was huge. Bitch, his dick was pack, 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 popcorn packing like that. I looked at him first, bitch, bitch. I looked at him and held my chest like, excuse him, what? I looked at him and a smile came across my face and he's looking down at me like, what's the problem? And I'm like, nigga, there is no problem. I'm just, I love gifts. I feel like that it's Christmas. This is my birthday. Like what's, what's today's date? Because I'm telling you when I pulled those boxers down, I'm like, yo, okay. So where's my ring at? Matter of fact, what's your ring size? Cause I'm gonna marry the fuck out of you. And, yo, I'm telling you, the rest is history, black history. The dick was great. We all had a great time. I went to sleep. He went to sleep. We woke up in the morning, bang, bang, bang. Again, same shit. He had to go to work. And because I flew back on a weekday. So, he same thing. We got up. He asked me if I was good. Told me, listen, he left me some money. He was like, listen, you know, I got to go to work. I wish I could take the day off and spend the day with you. But, you know, I got, it's mad overtime now. And he left me some money like, here, you know, go get yourself some breakfast. I'm so sorry I can't take you. And honestly, I just laid in that bed. He was like, yo, you know, just let yourself out. He ain't even said, oh, you got to go. He left me in his place. Like, he was like, all right, just let yourself out. I'm like, yo, this nigga, my man, I don't, listen, I was ready to start deleting numbers out of my phone, sis. I'm like, fuck this. Like, what am I doing? Like, I, I love this nigga. Like, I'm in love. (laughs) And yo, I could not stop thinking about him. 
gets back to Philly. I'm telling all my girlfriends, like, oh, my God, yo, he has to be the one. Like, I'm like, he has to be the one. Just, again, letting lust get the best of me. Even though we had some really good deep conversations and very intellectual, smart brother, you know, background Trinidad, you know, first generation American, um, grew up in Brooklyn. I mean, he, like I said, he would just well read, love books. We talked about books. We just talked about just different topics, really, really well spoken, just everything that I would want in a man. Plus, like I said, his dick was a gift from the Lord and I was happy to receive that gift and everything was beautiful. It was just a beautiful experience. I was feeling beautiful. He's looking beautiful. Just God just said, hey, everybody's, everything is beautiful. Gets back to Philly. Telling all my friends. I'm mad hype about it. I'm like loving every minute of it. I'm singing slow songs. I'm singing fast love songs. Everybody, I'm like, yo, I wonder if I'll move to New York or he come to Philly. It, it's just bullshit in my head. Girl, sis, let's talk. Why does nigga stop calling me? He stopped texting me. I didn't hear from him. For weeks. For weeks. I didn't hear from him. He just stopped texting me. Then three weeks passed. Then I finally was like, all right, maybe I should call him. So I called him. No answer. Month passed. Two months passed. By the third month, I was so broken hearted. Like, it was crazy. You know, all right, let's be transparent. I know I'm not going to be able to talk about the rest of the brothers tonight. And that's cool because, you know, we can always talk about that in the part two. Is, we can always talk about that in another episode because I really want to unpack some shit with the situation here. So, and I'm talking to my sisters. Have you ever met a guy who you felt everything was right? You guys... You're, I mean, you're, you're connect spiritually, you know, the energy is great. You know, you're very attracted to each other. You can feel that, um, you have great talks. It's just a lot of chemistry. It's just like a convo, just a convulsion or whatever that word is of energy. And you just like, yes, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And as soon as you feel like things are going to go into the direction you think, it just does a complete 360 and you feel broken hearted, not because you guys were in love. Cause I wasn't in love with the guy. It was all lust, but I felt broken hearted because actually I wouldn't even say broken hearted. I would say it was disappointment. I was disappointed because I was looking forward to the next chapter of whatever we were growing into. So I felt like it feels like, like, all right, how would I put it? You know how you buy a pack of seeds, you want to start growing tomatoes. So you get out there, you, you know, get the, the uh, soil ready, you put the tomatoes in, you know, you seeing it grow little by little, you, you water and you see it grow a little by little. There's no tomatoes there yet, but you know that tomatoes is going to come eventually and then the crop just dies and no tomatoes are going to grow. And you're like, damn, I was really waiting for these fucking tomatoes and now the crop dead and I can't bring the crop back to life. That was this situation. So I was not like broken hearted. It was more so I was just disappointed because I was looking forward to that growing phase 
And it just never had an opportunity to grow into anything. And I just was, like I said, devastated. And that's what happened with the situation. And like I said, months went by and I didn't hear from him. And one day after like three months, I heard from him. He texted me one day out the blue, like, hey, how's it going? And the bitch me was like, no, bitch, don't you respond to that text. He basically ghosted you. But that girl, the one that's like, ooh, well, it's still fate because she texted him. And I said, hey, everything's great. How you been? And he just made it seem like he didn't even, like, ghost me for three months. Like, oh, I'm just checking in just to see how you going, blah, 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 blah. So me not just letting old dogs die, I say to him, hey, listen, I'm having this party because I was in the middle of planning a party. Business bro was going to be there. He actually was going to perform at the party. So I said, listen, I'm having this party. Business bro is going to perform. I would love for you to be my date. So he said, sure, I would love to be a date. So him, business bro, business bro's brother, all rolled up from New York City and they came here and, you know, they were at the party. Now, mind you, the party turned out to be dope. It was a really cool party, free wine. That's always important. And so instead of me mingling with my party guests, because again, this was the party that I threw, I'm outside talking to this nigga the whole night, just telling him just how, you know, just chatting, just chatting. At the end of the party, because we had the party at an event hall. At the end of the party, we goes back to my house for kind of like the after party thing. You know, we all drinking, a little smoke, smoke, air in there, whatever, whatever. He comes back to the crib. Now, mind you, as I mentioned, there was free wine at the party. I bought like four boxes. Listen, don't call me ghetto because, yes, I do buy box wine. And I had quite a few cups of it. And so it just was feeling really, really tipsed. Not tipsy to the point where, oh my God, I, I was just all over the place messy. But tipsy to the point where you may say the right, wrong things at the right, wrong time. That, that was me. That was me. And so we get back to my place. And so I'm a little tipsy and I'm feeling free. And I just pulled brother A to the side and I said, listen. I really want to get to know you and I really want the situation to go somewhere and I was really disappointed when I didn't hear from you child you would have thought I told him that I was gonna rob him blind the look that he gave me was like don't even try it sis but at that time I was just so caught up in just being half drunk and just thinking about again that fate Again, that tomato crop. I'm not thinking about the fact that this guy obviously is not really that interested because guys are going to reach out to women that they're interested in. They're not going to just ghost women that they're interested in. Okay, so this story is getting extremely long. So to make a longer story shorter, after I said that, nothing came out of the situation. He went back to New York and I didn't hear from him for another four months. Now I'm in New York again, partying with my friends. I'm still thinking about him. This is crazy. This literally went over. This situation really dragged out. 
for seven to eight months. And it was mainly me just thinking that this situation was fake because somehow he was brought back into my life again. Now, Brother A hit me up while I was in New York and we had plans to get together. But something told me, and I actually listened to my intuition this time, not to hang out with him. And by this time, my friends was like, no, Nina, you need not to hang out with this guy. And I was like, no, but I really want to hang out with him. And they were like, no, girl, you don't need to hang out with this brother. He obviously is not interested. You know, they're trying to be friends. They're trying to give me that tough love that I needed. But, and I listened this time. I did. I said, okay, you know what? You're right. He ghosted me several times. Like, when am I going to get through my head? But I really felt disappointed. So I did not hang out with him. Okay. Comes back to Philly that weekend. He hits me up like, yo, I thought we was going to see each other this weekend. And I just came out and told him, I said, listen, brother, A, I really like you, but I don't really feel like that you like me the way I like you. Still telling him, still having diarrhea of the mouth, basically. So I just decided to just chill. That's what I told him. Instead of just saying, hey, you know, well, I got caught up with doing some things or just making up an excuse to make myself look like I have a little pride. I just came out and told him, like, listen, I like you, and I know you're not that interested in me. He was just like, oh, well, you know, I really still wanted to see you. Not saying, oh, what do you mean, or I do want to get to know you. None of that. He just said, oh, but I really still wanted to see you, though. Fuck boy shit. So, that was that. Couple of days or so later, okay? Now, getting back to my blog, it's not uncommon for women to contact us on the behalf of men in their life. And so I guess a DM, not uncommon. Hey, I would love for you to feature my king on your blog. Well, who is the nigga, guys? Drum roll, please. It is Brother A. The motherfucker had a girlfriend. Yes, brother A had a girlfriend. Now, thing about it is, to because like I said, I'm gonna make this short because we have 41 minutes. The thing about it is, brother A did not have a girlfriend the whole entire time we were talking, right? However, those times that he wasn't talking to me, him and his girlfriend was in good standing, okay? However, the times where they weren't in good standing, that's when he was contacting me. So if you notice, it was patterns. Like every so months, four or five months would go by, I wouldn't hear from him. Then I would hear from him. What was happening is because him and his girlfriend have a toxic relationship, and I found this out by um, business bro, because he just came out and told me, he was like, well, I didn't know you didn't know about his situation. You know, niggas is different. Like, niggas don't involve themselves in situations unless asked, okay? So he said, listen, I didn't know you didn't know about his situation, but he basically, I mean, they've they been together for a long time, and you know how some couples, they just get together to break up the makeup, and that's just them. He said, so what I'm thinking is those times that you weren't hearing from them, they were having good moments. And the times that you was hearing, um, were hearing from them, they were having bad moments. 
And that's pretty much that. So in conclusion, because I'm going to just leave it off with that brother because we have 43 minutes now and I want to go ahead and, you know, jump on to my Instagram stalky of the week. But what I learned from that situation, because let's let's make it a, a teaching moment here. What I learned about that situation is you cannot get caught up in what we think is fate. Yes, it was really a coincidence that him and I was able to meet through business, bro again and yes even though I was physically attracted to him and I think he was physically attracted to me and we had a good connection what if I was to ever be facing that situation I think that I would just still talk to him as if it was somebody that I met any other way I think a lot of times and I mean I can definitely say for myself as as women we get caught up too quick and even though certain situations we may meet brothers and we hit it off right away we still need to make sure that we're giving ourselves that time to really develop real feelings so you can be able to distinguish what the with the um you can be able to distinguish the love from the lust part and that's something that I had to learn. And I'm telling you, this situation taught me a lot not to get caught up in what we think is fate, to still allow brothers to court you. Like I basically never allowed the brother to court me because I was the one that was talking about how I felt. I was the one that was pretty much pushing. I pushed sex on him. I, I pushed everything. So I didn't allow him to do what men do, which is hunt. And that's just the natural male order. And I just pretty much became the huntress. And I don't know if that would have helped or the situation. I mean, shit, he was in a on-again, off-again relationship with his girlfriend. So it wasn't meant to be anyway. But I think going forward, what I learned in that situation is still take your time. Even if you're feeling all these butterflies and fate and all that shit, Still allow yourself to just go through the emotions, acknowledge that, hey, I am really attracted to this guy. Yes, I am really feeling a lot of lust for this guy, but let me still take my time because you don't want to be in a situation when when things don't go the way we think they are going to go, that you're dealing with a situation where you're feeling just disappointed, brokenhearted, et cetera, et cetera. So, yes, we're at 45 minutes now. Where me and Brother A stand. So, I'm not going to lie, we've talked since then. I talked to him to maybe last year. Um, Around this time last year, as a matter of fact, he had recently bought a house. And I congratulated him on it because we're Facebook friends. So, I was able, I never unfriended him off Facebook. I really didn't because I wanted to be nosy after that situation. But then I kind of forgot about it because he doesn't post a lot. But what made me think about him was because one day he posted how he bought a new house. And, you know, I congratulated him on the house. And he sent me a direct message and asked me how I was doing. And I told him, I'm doing great. And, I mean, as simple as that, I never really brought up that situation with his girlfriend. Hit me up with his uh, picture and... I just kind of just left it alone because, like I said, at the end of the day, that was what I needed to back off. 
And sometimes God will be like, oh, okay, she ain't getting it. Let me just throw something else in her way. Let me let me throw another wrench. Okay, she don't get it. Let me throw another wrench. All right, let me throw a whole daggone TV at it. And maybe if I throw this TV upside head, she'll get it. And that, that girlfriend situation was the, 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 the television at my head. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, he's a dope brother. I mean, uh, he no, he's a fuck boy. But... <laughs> In terms of like his life, like what he got going on, he he's a dope brother and he has a lot going on and, you know, he's doing really well in his life, has a great job. And like I said, he bought his house and I mean, I'm proud of him as a black woman that like black men elevating. I'm proud of him. Would I talk to him on a certain level? No, I would not. If I seen him in the street, would I speak? Probably. But... I would never give that situation a second chance. It would be dumb if I did that, you know? But yes, sis, so that was Brother A. That's crazy because I wanted to talk about Brother B and Brother C, but Brother A situation was just so great, right? I kind of just went off on it, but maybe next episode I'll bring in Brother B and then try to see if I can finish off with Brother B and C, but we'll see. But it is my favorite time of the night, the Instagram stalky of the week. When I come back, we're going to get on this Instagram. All right, sis. So is our favorite part of the week, sis. Who is it? Who is our Instagram stalky of the week? Well, I actually prepared this week, honey, hun. Because, you know, last week I didn't prepare. I just went on my Instagram page and was like, oh, okay, we're going to feature him. Now, this brother that we are featuring, his name is Eric. And his Instagram, wait a minute, let me get to his Instagram because I definitely do not know his handle by heart. But... Okay, um, then again, I thought I prepared. Maybe I didn't prepare. Okay, here we are, here we are, here we are. So, this brother here, his name is Eric, and he is the founder of Vibes Brothers, okay? Vibes Brothers, from what I can see, is a collaborative group of DJs that hold parties and DJ at parties, He's from New York City, ironic because the brother that I talked about earlier, Brother A, was also from New York City. Eric, a.k.a. Chills, is American and St. Lucian. Girl, ooh, I know exactly what we're going to talk about next week, my trip to St. Lucia. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so he is a very attractive brother. He's not chocolatey, but he's light bright. I feel like some light-skinned guys, even though I'm attracted to all black men, I am. I would date them light. I would date them dark. I My preference is dark-skinned men, but some of these little brownies can get it too, and he can definitely get it. I don't know if he has a girlfriend. There is no sign of a woman on his page. That does not mean anything because, like I said... These brothers be having whole whole ass families and don't post shit on their page, so you can't always go by that. But definitely check him out. He is our Instagram stalky of the week. Um, it, it looks like prior to the COVID situation, he had parties. Um, looks like he had went to Trinidad, Trinidad Carnival, so he definitely likes that carnival scene. I mean, listen, he's cute as fuck. Like he look young too. And one thing I can tell you is, I. 
listen, I'll take a young snack. <laughs> I'll take a young snack, an old snack. I'm at that age now where it says, I'll date your, your son, I'll date your daughter. I was about to say, I'll date your son, I'll date your daughter. I meant to say, I'll, I'll date your son, I'll date your dad. Uh, listen, some of these old snacks can def, def get it. But yes, so that is our Instagram stalky of the week. Check him out. I want y'all to tell me what y'all think about these Instagram stalkies that I be um finding. And tell me the ones that you be stalking too because I want to know what y'all be um who Instagrams y'all stay on cuz I I like to be on other brothers Instagrams. I ain't going to hold you. I like to be on their Instagrams, liking their pictures. I don't go back we should have a segment where we talk about how far should you go back on a brother's page when you're Instagram stalking. Or like, how how far back can you double tap? I like that. How far back should you double tap? What? How far back should you double tap? I, I would say keep it within this year. So, when you're double tapping, I think you should... Okay, so we're in May. So anything from January to May, you can double tap. And it also depends on how often a brother posts too. Because if they don't post a lot, you can keep it within this year. If they post once every twice, once every other day or once twice a week, you still want to make sure you keep it in this year. Because you don't want brothers to think you just on a page. So that's my opinion on that i would love to hear y'all opinions of course i never set up the email <laughs> i didn't but um hopefully i will get that set up sometime tomorrow so for episode three i'll have it that way y'all can email me let me know what y'all think of each hills aka eric from vibe brothers toodaloo Well, my sis, as always, it was a pleasure. This week, I got to dig into some of uh, a situation with a brother um, that I met and how fate fucked me over. But I'm not mad at fate. Fate is still my friend. And I'm not saying that some situations fate does not have their hands in because there are times where Whatever situation may come your way, if it's meant for a person and you to be together, whether it's fate or foolishness that bring you together, you guys will stick it out. This situation was not fate. This is a situation of coincidence, and I mistaken it for fate, and I got fucked over. But like I said, you know, it was a learning experience, and I'm not bitter. I actually laugh about the story now with friends, and I was able to share it with my new friends from this podcast. So, my friends, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two. I've been having so much fun thinking of concepts and talking, something that I love to do, (laughs) obviously. Episode three, I'm going to talk about my trip to St. Lucia, okay? Because I mentioned that with this week's Instagram stalky of the week, I am going to just put it all out there about my trip to St. Lucia and how I had a situation with two guys was about to fight over me. It was terribly crazy and I cannot wait to share it with y'all. Um, good night, and it is, what time is it here in Philae? 
it is 3 10 a.m i always record these episodes madly because i gotta wait till my daughter goes to sleep because i'm using a lot of profane languages and talking about dick so i don't want her to hear that (laughs) well you ladies have a good night thank you for joining me and i'll see you all next week bye bye